don't want to scare anyone. But I'm going to give it to you straight about Jason. His body was never recovered from the lake after he drowned. And if you listen to the old timers in town, they'll tell you he's still out there. Some sort of demented creature. Surviving in the wilderness. Full grown by now. Legend has it that Jason saw his mother beheaded that night. And he took his revenge. A revenge that he'll continue to seek if anyone ever enters his wilderness again. And by now, I guess you all know, we're the first to return here. Five years, five long years, he's been dormant. And he's hungry. Jason's out there. Watching. Always on the prowl for me. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to First Friday, the podcast on the Three Years Network, where we dive through each and every Friday the 13th movie, starting from the original. And uh, on today's episode, we're doing part four, uh, the final chapter. Although, if you look at how many movies there are in this franchise, it is definitely not the final chapter, not by any stretch. I did think they would kind of wrap things up, though, mm-hmm. in some way, but uh, not really. They kind of do. They kind I mean, Jason, yeah, does he die? Well, he's definitely dead in this. And Tommy, you, Tommy's kind of got a little bit of that evil eye going on. And you're like, hmm. That was shocking. Yeah. Is Tommy the new Jason? Yeah, this idea of there's like this pathogen of evil sort of you know going like maybe jason was just one person who had that pathogen of evil but now it's been passed on to tommy uh Mm -hmm. it's an interesting idea um and i think back when this movie came out the idea of continuing this franchise was not to have jason go on forever but to have sort of this contagion or pathogen of evil sort of spreading around which i probably should you know those words now with COVID 19 are probably you know know, (laughs) Pathogen, <laughs> contagion, yeah, no, 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 those are not good words. But you know what? Yeah, in this movie, it does feel like basically the evil has spread from Jason to Tommy, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, that's the big thing about this. There's a kid in this, and that's that's gonna. It's a bit of a shock when you see it because you're like, oh, mm, that's, that's different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because in almost all of these movies, it's just been like teenagers, like young college kids. But now you have a, a young child who, um, you know, he's he's a little he's got enough enough skills to be able to uh, take on Jason. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> he has to grow up fast in this movie. I love how much like adult stuff is thrown into Tommy in this movie. You know, like when they're driving around and they go by the lake and they just see the people skinny dipping and yeah, uh, <laughs> she tries to cover his eyes, but it's like a little too late. He's seen enough. Or when the car breaks down, he gets out. He just knows what to do. It's like a little man. Yeah, she's like, "Fix it, Tommy." It's like, yeah, it's like he's like, is he old enough to know how to fix a car? 
I know they get back to the house and the lights are all off and just like fix the lights. If I was 10 years old, I would have no idea what to do. No. Like he's, yeah. much, he goes from like 10 to 21 in the matter of one. Oh night. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, this movie uh, is um, pretty well regarded by the Friday the 13th fandom. And I think for a good reason, I think if you're looking at the first four films, this is probably the best film in those first four. Definitely. Um, and I think it really does sort of give you a good sort of sense of, a, who Jason is a little bit more, um, but also, too, you get some really interesting characters. There's a lot of characters in this who are really interesting. Like, you have um, the the really awkward guy who, uh, you know, he's uh, consistently trying to get with girls and he doesn't quite mm -hmm. have the best luck. He even dances in a way that could probably scare off most women for the rest of their life. Um <laughs> But you know what? You, you got to do what you got to do, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I always find that funny about this movie where he's just dancing and like everyone else is looking at this guy like there's no way. I think his name's Jimmy or something like that. I'm really bad with names as everyone will find out. But um, yeah, you definitely get the impression that like he's just he's never quite uh, been lucky with a woman. And uh, mm -hmm. at, least, at least Jason gave him something before he... Uh, took the guy's life but uh yeah um yeah the basic plot summary of this is it picks up immediately after the third film uh jason gets picked up brought into a morgue where he quickly escapes and kills the coroner in a very gruesome fashion poor guy was just wanting to watch some uh, aerobics videos <laughs> so i guess is the thing yeah, what what was he watching <laughs> That was actually a thing in the 80s. It was uh, like an exercise video, but uh, obviously some people who are a little more perverted uh, use it for other means. But, uh, mm -hmm. you know, really what those move those shows were about were uh, essentially, um, yeah, you're, you're basically watching people exercise and hopefully learning to exercise yourself. But, okay. uh, yeah. Well. Um, then... Uh, all of the kids in the car, they kind of uh, drive to the cabin. They actually drive by Pamela's uh, tombstone, which is interesting because uh, in the first movie, she's just called Pamela. I don't think you get, or I don't even know if you, they call, I don't think they even call her Pamela. I think like. Oh, no, it, it's just like Mrs. Voorhees. And then as, as it goes on, I think you kind of know it's Pamela. Yeah. I don't think you know her first name for a while, yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure this movie introduced her as Pamela. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and then when they get to the cabin, they run into Tommy, who's a 12-year-old boy, with uh, Trish, his uh, older sister, and, and uh, their mom and uh, family dog, Gordon. Uh, Gordon. Yeah. Uh, I always, in this movie, I always forget what happens to Gordon, and I always think, please don't kill the dog, Jason. Please. Have some Aww. standards. Um, you run into Tina and Terry, two uh, twins, which I always find kind of <laughs> cute. Uh, they are definitely uh, bringing the sexual kind of uh, tension. Oh, yeah. Thing. Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> like older clothes are just like, oh, boy, you're definitely uh, you're definitely trying to flirt with some guys there. And they um, dress the exact same, which is cute. Yeah. You know that was on purpose too. Like they were like, oh, okay, yeah. we gotta put them in the same outfit. 
you eventually meet Rob, who's a young hunter, who, funny enough, his sister that he's looking for was Sandra in uh, part two. Mm, I love that link. I yeah. loved getting that backstory. I yeah. really like how they kind of linked them together. That was great. I always like that idea that he's basically following up on a kill from a previous movie because you'd think, yeah, you know, these people go missing or get killed and their families don't know what happened. So it makes sense that they would go there to try to figure out what, what's going on. So it makes total sense. Um, I kind of wish there was a bit more of a visual cue because I feel like if you don't, if you didn't, aren't watching these movies back to back like we are or, you know, uh, having some other means to look it up, you would not even know that she was in a previous movie. I kind of wish there was like yeah. a, a picture of them or something that you could be like, oh, that girl, right. Oh, that was her. Mm, yeah. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Uh, and then, uh, you know, as the night uh, begins and they start partying, that's when uh, Jason just starts to pick them all off one by one. Um, and it's it's interesting that even though this movie kind of dives into the typical Friday model of people getting off to one by one, it still takes some time to flesh out Rob a little bit more. And you kind of find out a little bit more about his backstory and why he's there and his motivations. Um, you find out more about Jimmy and what he's trying to do. And like, you know, he's trying to just get some girls and, it's kind of, mm -hmm. they sprinkle enough characterization in, even though it's kind of the point in the movie when most other Friday the 13th movies and most other slashes at that time would say, well, no, we're just going to focus on the kills. Instead, they're like, well, mm -hmm. no, we still got to take some time for some character development too, which is good. Very good. Yeah, no, I loved how focused it was on the characters because we missed that in the last one. So I'm glad they brought it back. Yeah, definitely part three. Uh, there's pretty much no characterization whatsoever. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um even like a character like Ted, who is, you know, kind of like the stoner and he's not quite like the most well-developed character. He still is pretty entertaining, even if he's not the most fleshed out. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Uh, Trish and Rob uh, eventually go back to the house when they start to worry for, about Tommy. Uh, and that's when things start to kind of jump back and forth between the two homes there's a lot of running in this movie a lot of running yeah. back and forth it kind of gets a little con confusing after a while to see him go back and forth so many times and it kind of gets a little tiring i think for me at least personally but um mm -hmm. yeah eventually you know jason sort of is revealed and uh yeah it works towards a very climatic battle with um trish and tommy and uh Tommy ends up taking out Jason in a very gruesome fashion. Oh, um, yeah. The most gruesome kill of Jason thus far this entire... Well, I guess in part two, you don't really see him die, quote-unquote. Like, he just gets the shoulder, uh, the, the machete in the shoulder, but he does eventually kind of come back. Uh, so this is probably the most, like, definitive, like, yes, you see that knife going through his head. There is no way he's coming back from this, so... Mm. Yeah, I know there's a good few chances at killing him and he does kind of keep coming back. Even after the the knife goes through his head, you can see his fingers kind of twitching and that's when Tommy decides to go crazy. Yeah, and um, Tommy just isn't right after that. No, nope, um, fair enough. No, uh, and also too, it's interesting they don't 
in the theatrical cut of this movie, there's no follow-up on what happened with the mother. But in the uh, deleted scenes of this movie, there's a scene where the mother uh, is shown to have been killed uh, off-screen by Jason. So uh, that's another thing, too, you know. But uh, it leave, leaves them in uh, some interesting, interesting place for part five. Uh, mm-hmm. and I'm really curious what you think about part five when we end up talking about that. Cause it is so tied to part four. In fact, part four through six are very much a trilogy of movies within this franchise. So there's a lot of connections uh, okay. between them. So it'd be interesting mm-hmm. to see what you think, but, um, yeah, that's at least mm-hmm. the plot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, cause definitely a lot of these movies sort of abandon, uh, characters and just, sort of move on but this is kind of a bit of a difference there like they they keep a lot of the characters so um yeah uh that's pretty much the plot of this movie uh mm-hmm. what worked for you in this i really liked the dynamic between all the characters mainly i think i like that obviously in the the last three movies it was usually just kind of one group of people mm-hmm. so i like that we had the the neighbors the two sets of neighbors one was like a family one was a group of kids then we had the, the twins coming in we had the the hunter i liked the kind of different dynamics between all of the characters and the relationships to each other i thought that was really good yeah and then obviously still they're they're on the lake but they're not they're not at a campsite they're just they're all just doing their own thing living their own lives yeah yeah no i really liked even just the characters were as we were saying definitely more fleshed out more themselves and um yeah i just really enjoyed the dynamic kind of between them all getting to know them all i feel like in the other ones they're all just kind of thrown at you at once which is difficult you're just kind Mm -hmm. of like here's here's 10 people uh whereas in this one it was a kind of slow sort of stages of of getting to know each character which was nice mm-hmm. for sure mm. i think part of this movie too is that like characters in this aren't necessarily you know just driving the plot but they're rather kind of you know they have their own arcs and whatnot and i'm not going to say that the arc of any character in this is going to rival something like in shouldn't list or anything like that but mm-hmm. uh it, you know in terms of these movies at least it's it's a lot higher you know quality of storytelling than you've gotten in some of the previous movies at least definitely um i really thought the ending was was great as well i really enjoyed the ending yeah i was really unexpected mm-hmm. and i think i think you i think it was after the second movie that the kind of dressing up as someone else and trying to fool Jason was a repetitive kind of theme. So that was really cool to see Tommy as terrifying as it was. Um, what a smart child yeah. to, to do that. I thought that was great. Um, loved the ending. And then obviously Tommy possibly being a crazy murderer now, which is interesting. I'm excited to see what happens with him. Yeah. Uh, there's definitely a, uh... I will say this without spoiling too much. They definitely don't abandon plot threads in the sequels. There mm. there are some things that they just kind of forget about, but uh, they do at least try to keep the storyline going across the fourth through six. Um, yeah. And I think if anyone were, didn't really necessarily want to watch all 12 movies in this franchise, you could easily just watch four through six as its own little contained narrative within the franchise, which worked quite well. Hmm. Um, anything else work for you? 
yeah I think that's about it. even just um the ending again seeing Jason's face was cool because we obviously don't get to see it as much so when he, he's kind of revealed fully at the end he's just such a huge imposing figure he's almost gotten even bigger than the last than in the last film he's just like towering over them yeah. his face looks melted it looks absolutely terrifying Mm-hmm. so even just seeing him properly was really cool really gruesome but um jason was great in this again he mm-hmm. just gets better in each movie i feel yeah and it's interesting because a lot of people argue at one point did jason become a zombie um, oh and i think when you watch this like he definitely looks like a zombie in this like he yeah his face looks a lot it's getting worse every movie yeah yeah so um yeah uh, i think for me the biggest thing that worked for this was yeah the characters you tend to root for them more than you would in some of the other movies in the franchise and also too they end up just you know for characters who are having fun and whatnot like it never really loses sight on what they're aiming for and again maybe what they're aiming for is not uh super highbrow stuff but uh mm-hmm. you know they have goals they have aspirations aside from just uh waiting around to be killed by jason so uh, i the, the movie keeps its focus on the characters and gives them something to uh strive towards even if it is just getting laid for a night so <laughs> um yeah what didn't work for you in this I feel like the main thing for me was Jason just not dying for so long and it does kind of beg the question of of what he is like I I was really confused is he is he an actual human is he some weird monster is he like a weird demon is he a zombie he I think he got like a hammer kind of lodged in his neck from Trish and he's just he just like whips it out again yeah. he gets like a whole tv thrown over his head um and then obviously tommy kind of stabs him through the eye and he still doesn't die um it's just yeah. impossible to, to kill him which is annoying i mean i obviously know he can't die but it's it's annoying i i want i'm really happy for the characters when they finally get to kill him and it just turns out he doesn't die yeah that is one thing about this movie that as time goes on, you sort of have to either suspend disbelief that Jason just just keeps coming back. Yeah. It, it gets a little silly. And, like, I think by the time you get to uh, later films in the franchise, even the filmmakers are like, well, I don't even care if this makes sense. Like, this is how I'm doing it. And I, I kind of like that about some of the later movies because they don't try to make sense of it. They just go well, we know we need to bring him back, but how can we make at least this fun for people to watch? So, um, but yeah, during these movies, you, you start to question them and I don't think it's quite fun to watch Jason come back in this, you know, yet there's, there's, they're trying to come across like it's a real realism thing that like he would come back, but there's no way he's coming back from, uh, that injury and being declared dead and being put in a, um, in a morgue and coming back. Like, that seems a little bit of a strike. I kind of wish it was a little bit more fun. Like, I wish they kind of had some kind of silliness to it just to sort of make it entertaining. Because you mm. know they, that's kind of absurd that he would come back like that. But After being proper put in an, in an ice box and everything. Yeah, exactly. It always comes back. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, the, the ending in general um, was good. It did get a bit kind of repetitive they're just being chased around it's raining it's 
it's nighttime. Trish keeps killing him. I feel like especially with those two characters, Trish and Tommy, I, I really liked them. I was really feeling for them. Yeah. Brother and sister, I wanted them to get away. I think that was maybe like one of the only kind of times in the past four movies that I was as genuinely worried for characters as I was for them. And it, it did just get a bit repetitive and Trish kept murdering Jason and he just kept getting back up again um, which was slightly annoying but I loved I mean I did love Tommy's turn at the end as well so yeah um, yeah no it's uh, it, it's an interesting kind of place to take it especially because they draw a lot of analogs even with like the mom when like she's looking out at the kids kind of judging you think maybe she could be a Pamela you know, maybe mm -hmm. maybe there's a version of this where she goes crazy, you know, like it, it, they kind of draw those comparisons that like it, it's easy enough that like this could happen. Um, yeah, uh, I think for me, at least the biggest thing that doesn't work in this is that the ending. Yeah, there's a lot of running around. It gets kind of dull and repetitive after a while mm -hmm. uh, also just kind of doesn't make sense that they would just keep running back and forth between the two houses like just <laughs> go somewhere else yeah um, but yeah that gets like a little tedious after a while also too um you know the, the kills in this are really good but i feel like they cut away from the kills before you can see a little too much and that's kind of yeah. the problem with these earlier films is they don't quite show a lot of the kills so you see enough and then it just cuts away before you can see anymore and it's a little disappointing so i kind of wish there was a little bit more put into um that aspect of the movie where you could maybe see a bit more of the kills because they did bring in uh tom savini who worked on the first film he did the special makeup effects for that they brought mm -hmm. him back for this film and i kind of feel like a lot some of his work's a little wasted so kind of wish there was a little bit more of that at least mm. um yeah and most of the characters are good but like some of them are a little one-dimensional like there's there's the boyfriend that kind of looks like he might cheat on his girlfriend with one of the twins and then she runs yeah. off. like mm -hmm. i don't even remember their names i, I don't mm -hmm. think they were given any characterization it would have been nice to at least have something about them aside from their you know pseudo romantic issues but yeah not every character in this is fleshed out as much as they could be that's for sure yeah it does feel like there's almost too many characters you can't kind of keep up with them all at the end yeah definitely um, yeah uh anything else not work for you i i think that's about it what about you yeah that's pretty much it i think probably mm -hmm. the other the only other thing that I can think of is, uh, yeah, there, there's certainly some drop threads, like what happened with the mom and stuff. And obviously I've seen this, the behind the scenes to know what happens, but it would have been nice if in the actual movie, they kind of explained a bit more of what happened. So Yeah, I did keep expecting the, the mom to just kind of run back in and save the kids. Yeah. But um, I guess she died. Yeah, unfortunately. Um. Poor mom. She was just doing her best. I mean, the kids handle it without her, so... Yeah, they seem to be, they seem to be pretty fine at the end without having yeah. a mom. They're like, eh, I guess we're okay. We, do, yeah. we don't need mom. We don't need a mom or a dad. We're no, fine. Yeah. Uh, what was your favorite kill in this movie? Uh, that was hard 
because I, I don't I don't know if any of them particularly stood out okay. and like there were kind of random ones that you didn't see or you didn't really see all of it I think the one that stood out the most to me just because of how it portrayed Jason was I think his name was Doug Doug and Sarah um, were in the shower and then she leaves Jason comes into the bathroom and just like crushes Doug's skull yeah. against the shower I really liked that I think it just showed I guess how strong Jason was and how gruesome I think it's so rare to see someone just actually crushing someone's skull it reminds me of Game of Thrones yeah um, so I liked that one I would say that's the only kind of one that stood out to me that, that stood out to me the most okay yeah. Um, mm. for me, it would probably be Jimmy when he's saying, "Hey Ted, where's the corkscrew?" And then Jason comes in with the corkscrew. I just find that funny because, like, uh, you know, Jason's like, "Hey, I've got your corkscrew right here," <laughs> not in the way you, you're probably expecting. So mm, that um, was a good one too, actually. Who is your favorite character in this? Javelin. Definitely Tommy. Yeah. definitely Tommy yeah I felt for him like from the outset just probably because he was the only child I thought he was really funny even when he was like in his bedroom and he was looking at a, a couple in the other house yeah and, like he was so excited so excited and his mom comes in and closed the blinds yeah uh, yeah he was cute he was funny and then obviously at, at the end you know he's he's really smart he shaves his hair off and pretends to be Jason uh which was terrifying and kind of worked and then obviously we see him flip out and he's kind of the only one so far that's maybe properly killed jason yeah and then obviously he gets his own little evil twist so a lot a lot happens to tommy actually throughout the film yeah Mm. Yeah. he's he's a bigger character than i kind of expected he would be yeah, definitely, and I think there's a lot of ways they could have just have him be, you know, just a kid character, like an annoying kid character in a movie, but mm-hmm. uh, I think as the movie goes on, you see him, like, adapt and do, you know, what he needs to do to save his sister, you know, and eventually it kind of looks like it takes a toll on him, and you start to think, like, oh, like, this, this, you know, yeah, he saved his sister, but at what cost? Like, I don't mm-hmm. know, it's, it's a lot more, it, it's a lot more of stakes for a child character in a movie that i think they were used to in the 80s so mm-hmm. um but yeah uh i think it's time to give this a rating uh what would you give this out of uh 10 machetes i really liked this film this is definitely my favorite so far uh, and i'm excited that you said the next two are are linked i can't wait to watch them i'm gonna give this probably like a nine out of ten machetes i really like this one nice that's pretty mm. high um, <laughs> i'm sure yeah again this is a very this is a favorite amongst the, the fan base so you're in good company i'm sure uh i'm gonna give it not as high but i'm gonna give it a um give it like a eight out of ten i do mm-hmm. really enjoy this i do think it it's a little slow in spots and it's not the one that i would re-watch the most okay it, it's definitely probably the closest it gets to a definitive friday the 13th movie because after this they kind of they get to get a little they get silly they get a little gimmicky they get a little different uh i kind of think it's part of the charm uh and some of those movies i would actually rather rewatch than this one but 
certainly, uh, yeah, there, there's parts to this where I'm like, ah, oh, man, this is this is definitely sort of your, you could show this to somebody and say, this is Friday the 13th in a nutshell, and they would have a good idea after this of what the franchise is all about. But yeah, is it the one that I'm going to go and revisit on a night after drinking a little too much? Probably not. <laughs> you know, it, it's, it's, it's there, but it's not the one that I'm going to say, well, let's just go and dive in and watch this weird one where Jason takes on Carrie or whatever, you know, it, We'll we'll save that one. We'll watch that one and save this one for when somebody's watching this for the first time. So yeah, cool. Uh, well, okay. until next time, everyone, uh, check out threeingrenades.com for more threeingrenades content. And uh, yeah, until next time. Bye for now. <laughs>